Since the dawn of time, man has reached to obtain that which seemingly lies just beyond his grasp. Reason, enlightenment, understanding. It is said that the game of basketball can provide this fulfillment, but only to those who devote themselves to its principles, to a higher purpose, to end smart basketball. On Zoom. On Zoom, yeah, coronavirus day, uh, full day six quarantine, self isolation for, for me and my uh, family. Um, where are you at, Bob? Are you? Uh, when's the last time you've been out in public? Um, I was out in public on Monday, and my wife and children were out in public uh, today. So, so basically, you've been out in public today. Basically. Why were they out? Was it uh, school lunch that they were picking up? They were picking up some lunch. That's right. The Did district, the school district is uh, offering uh, free lunches to school age children. And I thought, yes, let's take advantage of that. So it's not even, the, okay, because you, you don't actually attend the school district. Oh, we, pay ta- we, we pay taxes, Zach. We pay taxes. You pay taxes. But you, uh, well, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, you, it would be like a, a sort of a perk you're not familiar with, right? That's correct. Okay. Um, although that I guess you'd be paying for fair. school lunch anyways, so that's a little bit strange. Well, so, right. So, I mean, at, at the school that my children go to, it's, you know, separate. There's like a lunch account. Um, but again, we pay, we pay taxes, that supports schools and uh, you do. I think no, you do. Yeah, no, it's, I think it's you're, okay. You're a taxpayer. You're a taxpayer. We, we get it. <laughs> and you know what? The best part was that they loved it. They thought the, the cheaply made sandwich and the, the apple and the uh, chocolate milk was amazing. So they what were happy. Which was it? Was it like a bologna sandwich or was it a ham or ham and cheese? Ham and cheese. Yeah. And I, I actually had a bite. It was quite good. Yeah. And was it the bread that made it or was it the mm. ham quality okay? Or? I think it was, it, it was the bread and it was the fact that the bread was clearly like a week old, kind of like the week old bread, um, the old ham, the old cheese, it all melded together beautifully. I'm sure if I've ever had week old bread, that was good. Where it's, uh, <laughs> it, this is where the bread hits its peak is one week later. <laughs> it was good. It was good. It was stale, but it was good. I liked it. Stale but good. Stale bread. Yeah, so we're doing this on a on a Zoom call. Uh, we we typically do this uh, for those of you who don't uh, know the behind the scenes of the this amazing podcast. We uh, we typically record each other talking separately, individually. We do it remotely. So so whether or not we were quarantined or or not, we would never do this in person because we live in different geographic regions. So. Um, we could have been using Zoom this whole time, but I decided to use Zoom today as uh, something different, and it turns out it's probably going to be just as good of a quality as before. Um, and uh, I, I could say that it would be uh, because of the uh, coronavirus, uh, but instead it's just we're we're lazy. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, if anything, it'll save, like you said, Bob. I think it'll save me about two to three minutes of, of editing time as I'm trying to put these files together. Um, Big win. So, hey, I mean, things have changed a lot since our last podcast. I think we were we were kind of ahead of the curve when we recorded the podcast on 
I think last Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. And by the time it was published, we were so far behind the curve. Yeah, it was really. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I had uh, two, a whole two day delay of of posting that. Uh, lots of things were going on, and I uh, did a pretty poor job of uh, posting it on time. Not that anybody listens to this, anyways. But yeah, no. things were uh, definitely a whole different world um, between those two days. Um, hopefully, I'll. What uh, today's Wednesday, Wednesday night, March eighteenth. Um, things have been pretty static this week, right? I mean, the stock market's flying yeah. around, uh, mostly down. Uh, we all understand uh, that uh, you should be indoors. Who's your favorite uh, celebrity uh, uh, encouraging you to stay inside on, on Twitter? Do you have, have you been following Twitter or social media in this case? Um, not enough to, uh, to have a favorite, so but you, you must. Seen the, the Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, I haven't seen that. Video. I saw and he's done two. One where he's uh, sitting at his kitchen table, uh, feeding his pet donkeys. <laughs> okay. And, uh, and then he thought he sh- uh, that was yesterday. Today it was uh, in his uh, hot tub uh, with his dog running around while he's smoking a cigar. Um, For him. Uh, all the while encouraging you to stay indoors. That that that's that's I think that's my favorite. I'm just looking at a. a- post by Tom Hanks, but I don't know if it's actually Tom Hanks or if it's uh, just someone who runs like a fan account of his. So whatever, whatever. Tom Hanks, let's talk about Tom Hanks because he kind of started all this. Like Tom Hanks virtually canceled March Madness, I would say. Yeah, it's tough to say how far this would have gotten. Um, it all kind of happened in the same around the same time, like within the like hours. It was uh, Rudy Gobert, right, doing his thing, and then uh, Tom Hanks came out on uh, on social media, and uh, as as you like to say, ruined ruined March Madness for you. Um, I mean, so, seriously, if, if if those two guys don't get sick, they probably at least play the conference tournaments, right? Because I got I feel like that's when. That's the night that it got real for a lot of people because Tom Hanks is like America's dad, right? Everyone, everyone loves Tom Hanks, of course. He's the best of all of us, as some would say. Yeah, I, Ed, Ed kind of tossed that out there today. I don't know what – I forget what it was in response to. I think didn't Tom Hanks post some uh, really cutesy uh, update on his, his status where he lost uh, playing cards with his wife? Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah. cute. Tom, you know, Tom Hanks is surely a great guy. Like I think I've I've even criticized his his acting uh, on this on this very platform. You have sometime in the last six months, but I I'll, I'll I'll forever admit he's a he's a fine guy. I mean he's he's the kind of guy that you would want to have as, as like a dad, right? Sure. Yes. Absolutely. Most people would say that anyway. But, uh, but yeah, Ed was really, really kind of doing his thing where he uh, this, this morning, and it's unfortunate Ed, Ed couldn't join us tonight. I, I don't know why, but uh, he was too busy. Uh, re- um, he went to Chili's today, right? He did go to Chili's today. Yeah, yes. while uh, he's in Florida, while most of the uh, the United States is under some level of of shutdown, um, <laughs> he, he decided. I think he's 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 still going to the office, right? Oh yeah, still going to the office, uh, still going to the gym, still going to Chili's. Um, God knows where else he was today. I mean, well, the gym the, actually makes sense. I mean, assuming it's not busy. 
Uh, I, I don't think anything. Well, how does a gym make more sense than like a restaurant, for example? Well, there should be nobody in the gym. I mean, again, if there's even one person in the gym, it's probably off, you know, a bad idea. But in a yeah. restaurant, you're a guaranteed to see people, multiple people. That's true. Not to mention multiple people who have been congregating with other people who who knows where they've been. So it's just a whole different <laughs> dynamic than, than a gym where it's likely, even if you see one person, you can right. easily avoid them. So... I suppose, but at a gym, you're sweating all over stuff, and yeah. I don't know. Well, you're yeah, your stuff's getting everywhere. But if you're if you're coming into the gym, you're going to be wiping everything down. That's true. Presumably, uh, I don't know how effective that is, but but it's better than I. Well, I, I don't know. It's questionable at at, at best, uh, for sure. Yeah, I think I think we can say that Ed's behavior has been questionable at best. Are you guys uh, going to be doing any uh, takeout uh, or uh, delivery food? We've thought about it a couple days already. Um, I mean, you could count the school lunch today as takeout, obviously. Um, but yeah, I think at some point we will. I don't know. I want to read Are off the uh, that that tweet I shared from at Chad Loader. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I followed this guy for uh, for for my uh, professional purposes. He's a he's in the the the, uh, the information security business. And anyways, he tweeted today. Um, he's been tweeting a lot about this whole uh, virus uh, ordeal. You can safely order takeout food from restaurants. Heat kills coronavirus easily. Transfer takeout food to a microwave safe dish. Microwave it until it's really hot. Stir. <laughs> microwave it a bit more. Treat takeout containers and bags as contaminated inside and out. Wash your hands. Jesus. Now, I agree with him on all these things. Um, and I think it's a good approach, but I'm not sure if I would do the dual double microwaving um, approach. Yeah. That kind of defeats uh, the point of ordering food in. It basically just obliterates the food at that point. Just, yeah, let's let's pay for some presumably pretty good food and make it presumably pretty bad by nuking the shit out of it. Well, I mean, and, and to be fair, you've done, you've ordered food delivered, like, or maybe you haven't. Have you done yeah. besides pizza? Like, have you done, like, the, uh, do they have uh, Grubhub or... They did. They do. I ordered some uh, some wings like last fall, and they they showed up pretty cold, and so I kind of swore it off after that. Yeah. So maybe in that situation, it actually makes sense to Mike. <laughs> yeah. arrives pretty pretty cold. I mean, not cold. I it really depends. I mean, I've had yeah. uh, the best for me is is usually uh, Asian food or uh, Indian food is usually a good bet because you know they they come in those tins with the lids. Yeah. Keeps yeah, it pretty warm. And even if you have to reheat that, which I never have had to, it would probably right. still be okay because leftover uh, rice and, and that You can't go wrong thing. with that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Exactly. Yeah. Agreed. But, but yeah, I mean wings, that's a that's a big no no. I would never I would never do what wing delivery. I mean that's uh Well what a fucking idiot I am, right? Yeah. So you swore you swore <laughs> off all food delivered because of your wing purchase. Okay. Correct. Smart. Smart basketball. <laughs> uh shoot. Uh what else? Uh so are you are you guys planning on isolating or what's your what's your plan for the next couple of days? Yeah, we're we're not I mean, other than getting school lunch. Getting school lunch and yeah, I mean we I don't think we need to leave the house for the foreseeable future, basically. Put it that way. What are uh did you do any uh panic Grocery shopping? I wouldn't call it panic. I think on, on Monday or Tuesday morning, 
my wife went out bright and early, picked up some stuff, but it was like just food we're actually going to consume in the next couple of weeks, not like toilet paper or things of that sure. nature. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what the, uh, the supermarkets are like in, in two weeks. Uh, that's about when we're going to start running out of things that will, uh, would like to have like, like fresh produce and the like. Right. Exactly. So yeah, whatever we'll be, we're planning on being locked down for a couple of weeks. That's where it comes down to. And then after that, I don't know. I don't know. Where does it end? Where does it end? Where do you stand on the, actually I shouldn't say this. Where do you stand? But I, I, I think one of the more, um, I'm not sure if it's debate, you know, hotter debate topics, but the whole labeling of this as the, as a, as a Chinese virus, as the, as the, the president of the United States has been so uh, keen and uh, frequently to, uh, to call this. Um, I mean, you, you obviously would agree that there's no reason to label it a Chinese virus, right? That's not what you would call it. Correct. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's a virus that likely originated in or did originate in China, but obviously there's some, uh, connotations by calling it a Chinese virus that, I mean, I, on one hand you could say, Oh, it's just semantics. You're being too politically correct. But, uh, obviously, I would not support such a stance. Well, I mean, I think it would be fine to call it a Chinese virus if, if there weren't people like like Senator John Cornyn out there. Um, I'm not even sure who uh, which state he represents, but uh, he he was quoted, and I even I was just watched the video, so he wasn't misquoted here. China is to blame because the culture where people eat bats and snakes and dogs and things like that, these viruses are transmitted from the animal to the people. And that's why China has been the source of a lot of these viruses like SARS and MERS and the swine flu. So like, as long as you're going to have, uh, you know, the, the whole discrimination, uh, out there, it's funny watching people to try and say, well, let's read it. You know, what, what about the Spanish flu? Um, right. What about that? Why, why, you know, shouldn't you rename the, uh, something else? And the answer is probably cause it wasn't even from Spain. It was from Kansas. Right. So I think, yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, like the wet markets there are obviously, a a very questionable practice. Um, but I mean, there's any number of things that we do in America and animals that we eat here that are yeah. similar. <laughs> so I'm, I'm pretty sure any, any swine, uh, farm in America is, is, is on par with any of those, those markets in, in China. Oh, I don't know. I mean, we're we're comparing a couple bad things, but uh, I don't know. Those markets are are pretty gross. <laughs> really? What? Teach me some some wet market. I didn't really. Uh, if you Did shared you, some some stuff earlier today. I didn't click on it. I saw uh, what you were talking about. Yeah, I think um, I'll refer you and our listeners to uh, to to Google Vox V O X. You know Vox. Uh, why new diseases keep appearing in China. It's a pretty good video and it's not, uh, I don't think it's offensive. I think it just states the facts. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, again, it's, it's just problematic. I, I just, uh, and you're seeing lots of reports. I think even you said, you mentioned it, uh, you or your wife saw an example of, uh, 
an Asian person being sort of disrespected in public uh, recently. Yes, my wife witnessed that. Yeah. And yeah, that's the, that's the kind of stuff that, right, like it's, there's nothing about that that is remotely correct or okay. Where do we go from here? Um, I like the idea that the uh, the Suns and I think the T Wolves are playing a uh, a game of NBA Two K against each other when they're using real like I think uh, two real NBA players from each team are actually playing. Nice, I like that. And I saw that a sports book was offering lines on that. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure why they don't start doing that uh, more heavily. Uh, I mean, F- FanDuel was offering Mexican League soccer. Not that that's anything wrong with Mexican League soccer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure they weren't, why they weren't doing it before. There's, um, yeah, so there's, I know there was like a, there was a Madden game that was simmed and streamed tonight. There's, a, I think someone is running like a, an NCAA tournament sim. Um, or at least more, at least one person. I think there's, there's multiple people who are doing this, but, um, yeah, I mean, why not? The people need people need this. Am I right? I don't know. I'm not really sure what they need. <laughs> you know, what, what have you been doing with all this this extra spare time in your life? I mean, I, I started playing video games again, Zach. You yeah, know me that. Too. <laughs> me too. I was up. Uh, I, I recently, in fact, on Saturday, a day Saturday was day two of my uh, of our family's isolation. I was decided to do a sort of a snap judgment call and order a, a, a Nintendo switch and it arrived on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So I played, uh, played it for a couple hours last night before bed. It was great. <laughs> um, I also, I, I didn't tell you this yet. I downloaded, uh, what's it called here? Draft day sports, college basketball, 2020, which is like a, an NCAA sim, which is, it's not, it's okay. It's I feel like that we've talked about, is that like a, uh, it's just like a computer game, right? Yeah, it's like a strategy game. Yeah, exactly. Is yeah. it run on, on PC? Windows? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have one of those. <laughs> but yeah, so I did that for a little bit tonight uh, between harness contests, which horse racing is the only game in town, Zach. Wait a minute. Horse racing is still going on. That's right. What is the, how does that work? If, they're, if, if, if everyone is generally banning gatherings over 10 people, how are they getting around that? stipulation yeah so um what i've seen for the most part is that the states that have went to 10 people it is not like there are some tracks that have shut down uh the states that have went to 50 people excuse me um they're 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 being creative like they're the way they're letting people come into the paddock there's no fans there's no owners in many cases it's just trainers and jockeys um like in a paddock, so you know that's. Under and then, gr- what's that? That's under fifty. Yeah, and then so like a hot walker or groom too. So yeah, I mean you get twelve horses, three people per horse, maybe. That's thirty-six. You're fine. I mean, technically, you could do it uh, if in a, in a ten horse or race, uh, fewer ten horse or fewer race, right? If you did it super creatively, if those other states. That's true. You could, uh, that's true. You could have like half the horses in with a jockey. Yeah. Or maybe Possible. seven. Cause you still have to guy, have to guys manning the, uh, the track. I'm not sure what to call it. I guess the starting gate. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. What are you eating right now? 
Nothing. I, that's <laughs> you're lying to me. Was just tell me what you're eating. Popcorn. Of course. Is it flavored popcorn? White cheddar. White cheddar. What brand are we going with there? Skinny Pop. I was gonna say, is it Skinny Pop? That's such a hot brand. We've got some American <laughs> in that too. Um, Sorry, you the uh, the uh, pepper jack flavor. Yes, uh, I don't like it. My wife I don't does like so. it either. I don't yeah. Like it Good stuff. Yeah, great. great stuff. <laughs> the drawback on on Zoom here is I don't know how long we've been talking for. Like, are you able to see how long this conversation's been been rolling? For? No, uh, I, I can I can estimate. I think it's been about twenty five minutes. Twenty five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've got a whole sheet full of stuff here that we haven't even gotten to yet. Um, we haven't talked about OJ yet. OJ Simpson. OJ, friend of the pod. Yeah, I want to have him on somehow. I, you think he? You know, I should contact his, uh, I'm going to contact his, uh, his press agent. Absolutely. Do it. Yeah. I'm sure. He's got somebody that is, is taking press, uh, requests or, uh, what would they, like, what would he, what would he have? I guess a, a PR person. I, I don't know, man. I, I'm not, I feel like one of his kids does it for him at this point. <laughs> sure. But like, what do you think a former, uh, incarcerated individual like OJ Simpson, who's, Largely assumed to be a mass murderer. <laughs> what kind of professional would he have to hire to handle his you know, podcast requests? And you, I think, your answer is right. Somebody yeah. in the family. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I think, I mean, it'd be great to get him on. Um, I'd love to talk about, I mean, a lot of things, obviously. But number one, I think, would be that he believes he had the coronavirus back like a couple months ago already. He and, he and some of his friends, I think he said, he was hospitalized. OJ was? Isn't that what he said? Or he, he was very sick. He was very ill oh, a couple months right, ago. You're right. He, yeah, I don't remember the, the situation uh, if he was actually hospitalized. But he did say that he was, that he had corona back in what, January? Yeah, January. Um, yeah, that was interesting, which is a kind of a common thing I've heard from a lot of people in both in real life and uh, online. People, yeah. 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 I mean, my daughter had something going on for quite a while that was quite honestly pretty similar. Um, and there's other people locally who have said the same thing. So who knows? Who knows? Well, it doesn't really matter because we can't even test for it now with any reliability. So what's the difference? Yeah, I think a lot of, and I, you don't see that being reported too heavily that, that uh, the testing results are, are generally unreliable. I mean, there, there's a certain amount of accuracy to it. Um, I think it was 60%. And it, it depends on the test too. Like not every test is the same. It's, right. it's, it's I mean, as far, if you were a, a scientist in, in, in sort of, or maybe like a, statist a statistician, and, and sort of watching this all play out, I just, I feel like there are just several uh, just problems with, with all the way this is all rolling out. With, all the way from the, you know, the whole testing procedures and, and the, the accuracy and all that, and then the reporting of everything, we can all assume that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, right, exactly. It's top to bottom. Places are, are not reporting accurately. And then there's also the fact that the testing, the reporting is based off of testing. So it's like any any math that you see that has all these numbers on it just seem kind of garbage. Right. I, sh I shared this story with you earlier, Zach, but uh, 
I wanted to share it with our, our two other listeners um, of uh, someone locally here who went in uh, feeling sick and had had contact with somebody who um, was a confirmed case, yet they refused to test this person because despite the fact that she had a high fever, was dehydrated, um, they would not test her because she didn't have breathing problems. So they turned them away. A couple days later, they went back in and said they lied about it. They did have breathing problems. They did the test, and yes, it was confirmed. So just another example of how ridiculous this whole thing is. Yeah, and I think the, one of the requirements for even getting considered for a test would be, at least early on, I don't know if that's changed today, probably not, you had to have been to one of the impacted uh, early on uh, countries like China or Japan or South Korea or Italy. Right, exactly. Or been in, co- in contact with somebody who's been positive. And I think if I were in a situation where I was really looking to get tested because I felt terrible, I would lie and be like, yep, I was in China last week. Exactly. Eat some bats. <laughs> yep. So Agreed. I, I'm surprised. Uh, I mean, I guess if they really... I mean, you think more people would, would be lying about that so they could get tested? I don't know. Well, I think most people don't want it. Like, they don't know that they need to do that to get a test. I mean, uh, I don't know. Okay. They don't, they don't know until they walk in and find it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. They probably fill out one of those forms, and then once they hand it in, they're like, oh, sorry, you, you, you don't meet the criteria. It's like, a, it's like they failed a test. Yeah. Yeah. Good uh, stuff. I saw tonight uh, Adam Silver was was talking about the uh, the concept of putting together a some type of an exhibition game uh, with players who who hadn't tested positive and uh, were healthy and wanted to play. Would you watch? Would you watch that? Um. Yeah. Probably at this point. So would I. So. <laughs> Absolutely. It would be a rating success. What I don't understand, like the fact that, like uh, we've talked about this, but all these players and celebrities and you know any rich person apparently can get tested. Um, so if that's the case, why doesn't like the NBA with more money than God test everybody that goes into an arena, and if they all test clean, play a game? Oh, I think why? that's what they're kind of saying there. So you're saying like an actual NBA game from a from a full. Yeah, correct. Yeah, like uh, why don't they test everybody that goes into an arena before a game? I would imagine they'd still come out ahead by doing that. That has to pale in comparison to like salaries and whatnot. Yeah, I'll be honest. I haven't kept up with all of the the team-by-team breakdown of of who has it and who doesn't. I mean, obviously Kevin Durant came out yesterday with it. Yeah. Um, But I don't know. I think it's safe to say that every team has to have some someone on there by this point it's just unavoidable you think so i think it is i don't know that's just my i guess that's my uh sort of okay. along the lines of where you know this has been going around since january and it's you know like kind of like oj was saying same deal. right so i suppose unlikely that there's going to be a team out there who gets fully tested um i suppose i was seeing a pretty good argument made today about how NBA teams shouldn't be testing at all because those should be those tests should be used on 
people who really need it because tests are in such short um, demand. Although this gets back to the whole point of these tests are inaccurate. <laughs> right, exactly. In the first place. If you're ill, you should be in the hospital. Yeah. You. I mean, that's about all there is to it right now. Yeah, exactly. Those strange times that we are in. Um, mm-hmm. What, um, is that, I'm curious, Zach, and, and, uh, but I don't know if this, this is irresponsible to put on the podcast, but how long do you foresee this continuing? Like, you know, when, when do offices start opening up for work again? Well, it's going to be up to the, to the government, right? I don't think it's going to be uh, up to the, up to the private, uh, private sector to, to make that decision. Right. I feel like it's going to be up to the government. Sure. But I, I mean, like, so what's your feeling on when that's going to be okay. like, yeah. So when, when is the government going to let those restrictions go? Uh, yeah. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with six months, six months. Wow. So, so you're, 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 you're telling me that you envision restaurants and bars and, um, gatherings of more than 10 to 50 people, six months. So that puts us into September. Yeah. Six months, September. Yeah. I feel like this is going to impact them a football season. Well, I don't really see any, uh, I mean, okay. The other alternative that I see is that come say May or maybe June, people start getting antsy and, and want to leave their house. Um, and right. also, wanna, you know, also people will want to start making money and, and get the economy going again. I have a feeling right. it's going to be a, sort of a, a real desire for uh, for the you know those res- those restrictions to be lifted by the government, and uh, that might uh, you know the whole concept of suppression I think is where the government wants everyone to go today. But I don't think that they or maybe maybe that is the long play. I don't know because I think the yeah. that Imperial College report that uh, again who's who knows if that's truly accurate or or the right thing, but says a twelve to eighteen month. Uh, sort of suppression period is required before basically while we wait for a vaccine. Right. Yeah. I just can't, I just can't understand how like, okay, so we go into this quarantine isolation, this whole thing we're doing now. And I do think it will be somewhat successful. Like if we had any idea what the true number of cases was, I think it would go down or will go down over the next month, but then it'll just tick back up when people start going back to work. So I don't see, I don't see the, the solution until we start, I don't know. Yeah. The only, I mean, and I think the only, uh, the only benefit of that is to do the whole quote, flatten the curve situation, right? Where you're trying to not overload the healthcare system, which seems like it's already getting there. If you start reading around, uh, at least I was poking around the day online, uh, locally. I was reading that. Uh, I saw C- Yeah, go ahead. No, I'm just saying as reported by our, our public radio, the hospitals are apparently, close to capacity and it's not even near peak of what we should expect for uh, patients uh, that need uh, recovery care over the next two weeks. So right. Do you think they'll do like a, could it be like a rolling thing where like we, everything's open for a month and then we close up again for a month. You know what I mean? Like, is that at all effective? I mean, I think that might be what we might see or, or like one week at a time. Right, yeah, like every other week, some sort of, you know, valve release of sorts on the on the pressure cooker. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good, uh, possibly. Yeah, that that seems like the, I don't know. I'm not sure if that's the right thing to do, but that seems like the most like reasonable slash livable 
long-term approach to this because yeah i mean people are going to get antsy and i don't know yeah yeah it's going to be real interesting to see what happens i mean the the, the initial uh, sort of two week yeah forecast is is a nice way to make it sound like it's not going to be a big deal but when you think about it it's going to be a lot more than two weeks yeah for sure 